You know, I, I love how when we go into workouts, one person is doing one thing and someone else may be over on the other side of the gym with a barbell that's just loaded, barely fit and weights on it, but they're getting the same stimulus. So um, just just to come in and try it, and I, that, I think they'd be surprised. Like, you're not going to be perfect. Even after four years, you're still going to be learning. You're still going to be, it's all a process. So embrace that and go in, accept that you're gonna, that it's a learning process. And especially with that Triforce, know that there's a community there that's gonna support you and help you along the way. What's up everybody? I'm Chris Davis here with my wife, Megan Davis. And we are your hosts for the My Blank Fitness Journey podcast. During this podcast, we will reveal the secrets that we have used to help our community become more healthy, fit, and confident, and also hear from some amazing people in our community as they fill in the blank and tell us about their fitness journey. Listen in and be ready to be inspired by our guests who, just like you, are superheroes as we dive into their origin story. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode eight, I think, of my blank fitness journey podcast. Uh, Megan and I today are going to be joined by Mike and Emily Eason before we bring them on. What's up, Megan? Uh, not much today, actually, which is a good thing. Heading into the weekend. Looking forward to it. Yes. Um, and uh, the thing that I really want to bring to the table is two things, actually. Um, one, I just want to show off. I'm wearing my Fawthor shirt uh, in oh, special man. commemoration of the new Thor movie that we saw yesterday. It was amazing. It was great. It was really good. Um, what was your favorite part, Megan? Don't No spoilers. Don't spoil anything. Yeah, don't ask me that. I will accidentally spoil it. Don't. You can just, we'll just say that I really liked it. I thought Megan it was great. Really, Megan really liked it. My favorite part was how uh, huge Thor was. He was gigantic. We were reading about <laughs> his training schedule beforehand. It was like, because he was locked down in the pandemic, he was working out 12 hours a day or something crazy, right? You, you said? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting because he pointed out he's, you know, taking in about 6,000 calories a day and able to really focus even with kids on training and sleeping and eating. So then he said that, when he got to set, he hadn't thought about that, you know, they're shooting 12 hour days and it's four months worth of shooting. And that that was really hard to maintain. So he was like, I'll never try to get that big again before a movie because I can't keep it up once the shooting starts. And just a reminder of how hard it is to gain muscle and keep it like that. <laughs> yeah. That's a good reminder for everyone who says they don't want to get too bulky on accident. That's <laughs> It's not going to happen. Uh, if yeah. Thor can't do it, then nobody if can. Thor, yeah. If Thor can't do it, then. <laughs> yeah. It was great though. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is that I mentioned um, my rollerblading adventures last week and I'm still here. No casts. Uh, I haven't broken anything yet. So um, just a quick trick update for everybody who uh, doesn't know anything about rollerblading. Um, I'm really nailing my um, drop-ins now which feels really great. Got my 180 coming off the stair set, working on my soul grind. I'm getting close. That means nothing to anybody that's listening to this, but it means a lot to me. So um, that's good enough today, right, Megan? I uh, also read that Thor tried to get the, you know how he dropped the phrase, like once you blade, you never fade. Yes. He tried to get that approved as a tattoo, uh, but 
it would be like a visible one on his arm and they wouldn't approve it. So that leaves the door open for you, Chris. Ooh, what is it? Once you blade, you never fade. Yeah. What are, what, what are the phrases? I think phrases that was it. it. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. true though. It's, that might be, that might be the truth that we need to take away from that movie. <laughs> okay. Megan, uh, do you have something amazing to teach us about nutrition today? Well, I don't know if it counts as amazing, but I know that it's been helpful for us. So we, uh, we live in Florida. Everyone loves to hang out during the summer. It's great. You have lots of opportunity to just enjoy the weather, your pool or your neighbor's pools, um, and do things like barbecue or, you know, hang out and stuff. And that a lot of people have found that there can be a lot of distractions because a lot of times you're hanging out for hours. A lot of people are bringing like potluck items in. And it can be really hard while you're socializing to avoid like kind of mindless eating or feeling like you're losing progress. So I um, wanted to have a couple of tips for having like a healthy barbecue or hangout. So um, just to run through the few that we're going to focus on, it is to hydrate, to keep up with your drinks, to plan to exercise and to um, make sure that you have some veggies there and then focus on lean protein. So those are the five things that we focus on. I'll give you a couple of examples. So um, for hydrating, a lot of times when you get to these things, there's lemonade, there's sweet tea, you know, there's regular soda, things like that. So it's really helpful just to have your own water bottle. That way you can enjoy some of those things. But when it's hot outside and you're really wanting to like drink something the whole time you're there, um, or you're just thirsty from hanging out, it's really nice to be able to have your water and um, to avoid those you know, added sugars by having, you know, your water bottle. Um, going along with that, we talked about keep up with your drinks. So that's kind of setting a limit on your alcohol, especially if you're hanging out for a long time. So um, some people do something as simple as put something in their pocket every time they have like an alcoholic drink just to keep up, especially if like the host is a generous pourer, like some of our neighbors, um, you know, other people like to do something like, uh, you know, just stick with seltzers because then there's a can, they can keep up with the cans. Um, but just set a limit and kind of know where you're at during the day on that. And then plan to exercise. So even when it's a holiday, we try to always have like open gym or a fun workout um, or go for a walk, something like that. It's just going to set you up to feel a little bit more normal. And it, I think when you do something good for yourself, like exercise, it's a lot easier to make those good choices for yourself later in the day as well. Um, it helps you kind of stick with moderation just because you've already, you know, stayed on track with good choices for yourself. Can I then, interrupt? Yeah, please do. Well, I'm going to interrupt. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of one of our recent guests that we had on the show who I'm going to shame into coming in back into the gym, who I oh. tried to get to come in on July 4th, but he's like, yeah. no, it's a holiday, blah, blah, blah. It's a week now and he still hasn't come in and he's like, oh, I'm going to come in next Monday. <laughs> so don't let holidays or these parties be an excuse not to come in and work out because it does. It throws you off your normal routine and then it's one, two, three, five days and you have an exercise and then we're back to feeling like, oh, I don't know that I want to go back into the gym because it's going to be tough. Jeez. And it happens that fast, like literally. And so that's why this is one of the things that we have on the nutrition board because you know, it's, it gives you awareness that, oh yeah, that does happen to me. So, um, number four was to, you know, have some veggies. So a lot of times when you have these kind of gatherings, there's macaroni and cheese, there's pasta salad, there's all these yummy things that we love. So you can either plan to bring a veggie that you like. I know we had Brussels sprouts at our last one. It was awesome. 
or you can just take the normal thing that you make and add veggies to it. Like there's people that put cauliflower in the macaroni. I know that seems really offensive, but it actually tastes pretty good. Um, and then there's also people who just take a pasta salad and throw like a bunch of veggies in it. My neighbor makes like a Greek one that's delicious. So um, just look for a way to add those veggies in. It gives you that volume. And then lastly, it's focus on lean protein. So this is something that we also added to the nutrition board because it's a great way, just a few swaps. It saves you hundreds of calories. So just something as simple as, you know, having some chicken breast instead of just all wings or having, you know, pork loin instead of just pork ribs, you know, like just some little swaps like that, focusing on those lean proteins, that's going to help you feel full and also save you just unnecessary calories, really. Um, so those are some of our tips that we, you know, give people for guidance when, you know, you're doing barbecues and things like that. Love to hear some of yours as well, but um, that's what we're focusing on right now. Fantastic. Thanks, Megan. Uh, the holidays and barbecues and pool parties are always super fun, but they can be a quick way to get derailed if you are not prepared. So um, yeah. if you can just take one, two, or all five of those things that Megan said and apply it, then you will do a much better job of staying on track. So awesome. Uh, all right. So today our guests are twofold. Uh, we've never had a dual interview before. So this is going to be exciting. Um, we have Mike and Emily Eason. They are um, long-term members at Triforce or we'll call Village Location uh, coming up, I think on four years very soon. So that's uh, incredible. Um, they are the definition of consistent. Uh, we'll get more into that, I'm sure, but I'm really excited to have them on uh, they're going to share some of their tips and tricks on how to be successful at the gym and maintaining long-term success. So Mike and Emily, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, well, guys, I would love to hear from you. Obviously, we're going to get into the, the deep details of your fitness journey, but I guess just start us off and tell us a little bit about right now, how is your fitness going? Um, it's going, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's up and down right now. I'm kind of in the middle, but it's still going. Never okay. letting it stop. Never letting it stop. How about you, Emily? Good. Good. Consistent. Consistent. Okay. So I, I'm going to take that word. Uh, I think that's really important for you guys. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a bragging on Mike and Emily. I, I pulled up these stats just a minute ago. Um, we, we can track all-time check-ins um, for our members. And there are two people at our gym that have checked in over 600 classes. Both of them have the last name Eason. Uh, <laughs> Emily at 632 and Mike is somehow edged her by 30 classes. He, Mike is at 669 right now. That's incredible. It's one of the only things I can beat her at. Right, no, I hang on to what you can. That's awesome. Uh, so I guess, tell me how you guys have been able to be so consistent. Um, I would say we just kind of made it a habit. We just, you know, made it a routine. We know that Every night we're going to the gym. Um, you know, we we can kind of squeeze which class it's going to be, but we usually just, you know, we know we're going. So um, we make all our kind of plans around that. That's awesome. And how how often do you go? 
usually five or it six. was five but now that there's been the open gyms on sunday we've been hitting that so we're kind of doing six days nice emily what were you gonna say uh i think one of the things at work the other day somebody said something to me i'm like i don't you know i don't have a life i come to work and then i got to go to the gym and then i go home so i don't have a lot of time at home and she said oh that's right you have a life and I was like, huh, that's perspective. Like, cause I'm thinking, oh, I gotta do this and I gotta do this. And then her perspective was, hey, you get to do that. Like you, you have a life, <laughs> like you get to go hang out with people and exercise. And so I've been, when I don't feel like going or I don't feel like doing, I think, hey, I have a life, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> like it's just all in your perspective. Absolutely, yeah. So it's no longer a chore for you guys when do you feel like that change happened where it felt like, oh man, I've got to go to the gym and then it's, I get to go to the gym now? I think for me, it was kind of when we started making more friends there because it was not only a place to go and work on our fitness, but it's kind of like our social hour of the day as well, um, where we get to go and just kind of hang out, and, you know, do something healthy with our friends. Right. So, you know, a lot of people have happy hour every day. Like when we were at, um, next door to a bar, like you'd see the same people there at five o'clock every single day. Right. And so sometimes those people would, sometimes those people would go to the gym for an hour and then go to the bar for an hour, which is fine. Uh, but like, it sounds like you've replaced that, like, what maybe what could be an unhealthy habit or even a neutral habit. Like you could, I don't know, like play cards or uh, whatever. Um, but you've replaced that with an actual, you're bettering yourself while you're getting to be social and spend time with people. So I think that that's, that's super cool. And it is, it's motivating and it's exciting and you get to have fun every single day. Mike and Emily are some of the most uh, outgoing people that we have at the gym. They always have a, they usually have a smile on their face <laughs> uh, depending on the workout. Right. Um, but they are, they're going to talk to whoever walks through the door, a brand new person, somebody dropping in from out of town, somebody that's been there forever. Uh, they're going to make sure that everybody has, um, been cared for and at least, uh, at least has a little bit of fun while they're at the gym. I try. <laughs> Um, I would like to hear, uh, I know that you guys, I think both individually have really cool stories about your journey. So Mike, I'd like to hear a little bit about what got you to start with CrossFit. So starting with CrossFit in general was you guys living on the same street as us <laughs> and us <laughs> passing by your house every day and seeing the sticker on your car. Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, you know, as far as like just exercise in general before, it was kind of non-existent for me. Um, other than like daily routine, you know, I do. Um, I I was in manual labor jobs for a while, so there was a lot of you know um, that kind of stuff. But we tried doing gyms every once in a while. We would join like just your regular, you know one of the run-of-the-mill gyms and those for me didn't really work um I kind of need to be told what to do um you know I'm not gonna 
hide that. It's like I do better with a, a, a class format. Um, you know, I had the health issues where um, just prior to coming in, I, I got put on blood pressure medicine and, um, you know, my weight had kind of gotten out of control a little bit with the, the job that I'm doing now where there's a lot of driving, a lot of um, stuff like that. So, um, you know, the journey's kind of, I've, I, within, I think it was within a month or so, um, I went back for a checkup and she had taken me off the blood pressure medicine already um, and just been doing good. You know, I have a heart issue now, but um, they weren't able to find that. It's a birth defect that I've had my whole life and they didn't find it until in my journey already because of losing the weight and everything. That's why they were actually able to find it. And um, I can kind of maintain and control that now. Incredible. Yeah. That's huge. I, I remember you, you know, coming in and that, you know, uh, with work, you had gotten your lab work done and just seeing the differences that, you know, really just adding that exercise had made in your, your lab work, your medication, like those kind of things. And then, like you said, obviously being able to just be aware of that heart condition and keep that, you know, uh, awareness of that. I just think that's incredible. Um, and I, I love that you've been able to do that. So that's really cool. Emily catch us up to speed on how you started, like kind of what was the deciding factor and what had you been into before you started at the gym? Um, I would run a little, um, sometimes, but nothing like real serious. Um, and then when his blood pressure was up, no matter how much I sometimes say I dislike him, I needed him to live. So, you know, we were like, we've got to do something else. So, um, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to get you healthier. And then I wanted, when I first went, it was all about looking different. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to look different than um, I did. Um, now it's just a bunch of different other things that happened that I would never have imagined it was different from what, what we thought when we first went there, what we wanted. It's changed over time. Um, but I never, ever thought I would be doing CrossFit with weights and stuff. Never, never, never. You could no. see the, if you're watching this, you could see the look on Emily's face when she said weights, just like pure disgust, like, ugh, weights, oh, gross. You have to do a hang power clean, ugh. Uh, <laughs> everybody that knows Emily and has seen her at the gym knows that you cannot actually judge how she's feeling or actually what she's going to do based off of the looks that she makes. Cause there's been times where I have to pull the dagger out of my chest from the, the like laser beams that she's shooting at me when I'm trying to help her with something. And then she does it and conquers it. And then she's excited about it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It, and it's, so I think what's interesting is that you guys came in kind of from um, maybe different vantage points, different goals. Um, but both of you guys were able to accomplish those things. And um, you know, Emily, you mentioned that goals change a little bit once you like, once you accomplish what you want to accomplish. Great. Like, so I guess where are you guys at now, as far as what you would like to do at the gym? I don't know. 
<laughs> I just want to keep progressing along, just keep on doing what I'm doing. I don't really have any, I was listening to your goals podcast when you were talking about the goals. I was like, well, I need to get some more goals when it comes to like actually the working out part. Cause I kind of just fallen off that cause I've been focusing on nutrition so much and like what my goals are for that. Um, so, you know, just keeping doing that. Um, and so just- you're- so your workout goals are, have shifted to like going alongside what you're doing with nutrition. It sounds like. Yes. Yes. Cause I realized like when we first started, yes, I, I, I did lose weight. I looked different. I was progressing, but then I realized when I didn't do the nutrition that I could work out five days a week and I still gained back that same 20 pounds that I had been losing and gaining, losing and gaining for years and years and years. So that's when I, was like, okay, we need to totally shift and started focusing more on the nutrition so that I could do all of this, which in turn helped my workouts and helped me get stronger. So it's all connected. And now you're able to wear a tank top on the podcast and look ripped and like be excited about it. Right. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool. I love it. I think it's also really, really cool. Emily, we'll have to have you on like just to focus on this aspect at another time. But, um, Emily is actually a vegan athlete and she has been able to gain and maintain muscle mass, uh, which is, you know, uh, it can feel like a unicorn sometimes. Right. <laughs> like, and so she's worked really hard, uh, to be able to do that and has some really good systems in place. And I think it's just a wealth of, you know, knowledge for little tips and tricks for people that are plant-based, uh, that do CrossFit or, you know, want to gain muscle mass. She's got some really, really cool things that she's done. Um, but yeah, I would say that I see you with your, when we talk about nutrition, like usually we're planning towards like some kind of competition. You guys have been great about signing up for competitions and putting yourself out there, you know, and like, I feel like you get better, like all the time because you're leveling up, you know, in your workouts and then you're working towards like some kind of competition. Could you tell us about what was one of your favorite competition memories? I know I have a couple for both of you. <laughs> I think, I think one of my favorite competition memories, um, there's two, one was the competition that we did together, the festivus that we did together. Um, yeah. it was just kind of fun because, we can kind of take some of the back and forth that we give each other all the time and use it constructively um, <laughs> to kind of push each other more um, during the competition and during the training for the competition. You have an excuse um, to yell at each other. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the other one was with um, just doing it with a couple other people in the gym. It was just, it was a real fun experience. The first one, I mean, I guess is what it was. It was, you know, just kind of the first competition, you know, I'll, I'll kind of remember, remember that a, a lot, but, um, and kind of on that now, and I guess where you were saying, like we're at is, um, through that, you know, I've been kind of invited to do demoing for de- other, other, other competitions coming up now. And that's been kind of cool. I haven't done any of the workouts yet, but that gives me goals to work to, to, not tank on those because I'm going to have to enter my score where other people can see them. So um, it's kind of given me a little push just lately to kind of work on that. Like I didn't realize that we had a professional athlete on the podcast. This is, I wouldn't go that far. I I mean, you're, 
I don't think there's a whole lot of masters out there that are willing to do it. So I think that's where I got. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you're willing to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Emily, what about you? Um, I agree with Mike about the, the, the pushing that, because it does give you something because I'm not, I don't really, I guess I do push myself, but like the people I work out with, like, I don't think I could do a competition alone. Like I need that extra push for me. All, a, so much of the reason that I love CrossFit is because of the community that, and my favorite memory is when Mike forgot to count how to count. And I started doing burpees and get tapped on the shoulder by the judge. He's like, oh, he still has more front squats to do. What? What? <laughs> That's my favorite memory. But it was like we did the we did the competition for our 20th anniversary. So like it was just, you know. Yes, yes. Fully summed up our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll never let me live that down. Never. <laughs> no. Oh Some video. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty good. I, I was thinking about too, Emily, you've done, uh, what, how much time did you shave off of your run? I can't remember exactly, but I remember you had like, you were a runner. You're always a good runner and you do yearly, like a challenge for yourself, like during November and, and then usually do like the, uh, it's the gate, the gate river run. Right. And I remember like when you added CrossFit and you had been like, you know, gaining strength, doing more squat cleans, like doing a lot of stuff. It was like the next time you did your gate river run, it was like substantially faster, but I can't remember what your times were and you might not either, but I remember thinking that it was really cool. No, I, I don't remember We've gotten a little faster every year, but it definitely doing the CrossFit with the running has definitely made my running better. Um, for sure. Like I just, before we totally knew anything about CrossFit at all. And I was running, um, like my fastest mile now is minutes and minutes to what I thought was a good there, you know? So, and I think it's just doing both of them really has helped make me more well-rounded. Full, full minutes off is like really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear your answers on this one. This is the, the question we ask every, every person we interview. So, uh, we view all of our people like superheroes, you know, I'm Thor today. Um, <laughs> you guys are the wow, magnificent Thor. Eason's super Eason's, whatever you want to be. Um, what is your real life superpower that um, you guys have and are displaying every day? Mine, I thought about it, and I think it's adaptability. Um, I can just kind of adapt with what's going and just kind of go with the flow and make the best of it. Um, that's kind of what I'd say. I like it. Yeah, it's uh, who's... Uh, is it Fantastic Four, Mr. Mr. Fantastic? He's stretchy, you know, like kind of can maneuver around and is malleable. And like that's that's Mike. Like whatever he's got to do, he's he's doing it. And you see that in the workouts. You see that in a competition when he skips his front squats and has to go back and do them. He gets them done. Like <laughs> he's adapting to the the circumstances for sure. Um, Emily, how about you? Um. So. I had a totally different answer. And then the other day we had, 
something happened again in our family. And I thought mine more would be resiliency. Just so throughout everything in my life, like even when you don't, even when you don't feel like you're being resilient, you know, you've, you're still there. You've survived it somehow. It might not have been as quick as you wanted to overcome something, but everything, I just figure it out and then bounce back somehow. Um, so I would say resilience for sure. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, life is, we've got 10 minutes guys. Uh, life is like, uh, a burpee, right? like, it's funny that we were already talking about that. Like you get down on the ground, like something is going to knock you down and it's just a matter of like, are you going to get back up again? And that's resilience. And that certainly has been on display for you, Emily in the gym. I know personally, I know that you've displayed a lot of resilience that's, and that's, um, it's kind of interesting. That was our um, theme for during the lockdown when we were shut down um, at the beginning of COVID was the resilience challenge. And so we got little shirts that were like, what did it say? I, I did, it's, it said, it's, I, it's, I survived and we crossed out the survived and changed it to thrived. And you guys really yeah. did. Like you two were always on the Zoom workouts and like showing resilience through a global pandemic and a shutdown, a lockdown. We were all trapped inside. I remember one of the workouts that we did. Um, man makers. The only yeah. workout that I remember was 50, was it 50 or 100 man makers? Was it? Yeah, it was like we workout. remember it too. 50. Uh, no, there might, there must've been a run because Mike would just disappear yes. off camera, like just go into the woods. <laughs> and I, I wasn't sure if he was Down by the or getting a snack, <laughs> drinking a beer, but he'd come back and get back to work. So, uh, no, you, I, I guess, tell me a little bit about, uh, y'all's experience during quarantine and, you know, how working out was and, and what you guys were able to accomplish. Um, it was a little weird at first, honestly, you know, bringing it to the house and doing it here. Um, I still like that we kind of have our social aspect with the Zoom because everybody was on screen and we still kind of had that first, you know, 10, 15 minutes of just kind of all talking and saying how our day went. And I think that really helped with kind of being locked up in the house all day, kind of, you know, it helped that. And then um, still getting the fitness in it, it, it ended up being really nice, right? You could be in your pajamas all day and then like five minutes, just go get changed real quick and you're ready to go. Awesome. And, um, I actually didn't mind it at all. I, I actually kind of enjoyed it during that time period. I feel like I got stronger, like, because I avoid anything upper body because it's not my strong suit, but I feel like I, you were forced to. So I definitely got stronger. And I, like you said, I think it was very helpful to have that social aspect still. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it was it was super cool getting to see everybody come on and uh, I mean we were all confused and worried and scared but it was like just a break right like we had an hour where it was it, it felt as normal as working out over a zoom call could feel so um, that was super cool um, you guys like I mentioned are amazing at welcoming new people into the gym um, welcome them into your group. I know, like I hear about you know people getting welcomed out to 
go to salsas or go eat with you guys joining in your, your social club, which is really, I mean, that's, that makes me super proud and super excited because that's my concern. If Megan and I aren't at the gym a day, a week, whatever, we're at the other location. I'm always fearful that people are going to get forgotten or somebody new is going to come in and nobody's going to say, Hey, but I, I know that I don't have to worry about that with you guys. So um, I guess what, what drives you guys to do that? What, what is your reason for being kind and awesome people? Um, it's kind of what we got, you know, when we were welcomed in and it, I mean, it's kind of what kept us there. And, you know, I just kind of feel that having friends there and kind of being in a group there kind of helps um, each other kind of hold each other accountable and, and, and that. So um, just trying to help new people come in to get the same, you know, treatment that we got really. And, and keep them going. And I'm very introverted. So I know how hard it is to go in somewhere. And, um, you know, if you're not really outgoing and talkative, so just, just to have one person that you can connect with um, is very helpful. And, you know, also when we first moved here, we didn't have any friends, anybody, we didn't do anything. So that's, you know, one of the things I said when we, first went there it was you know get his blood pressure good you know I'd like to lose weight um and never ever ever did I ever imagine that it would fill a space I was very lonely here um and we had been here for a while at that time but I never thought I didn't expect to for it to fill that void of having the friendships in the community that I obviously so much needed um and that's one of the things that keeps us being consistent that keeps us going back is that like we just had a horrible day the other day and we were like, are we going to the gym? We we're like, yeah, because we knew all the 630 regulars were going to be there and that they were going to, they were going to, whether they know it or not, they were going to help us get through whatever we were going through. I love that. I mean, that's um, more powerful than I think Megan and I could have hoped when we opened the gym four years ago, you know, we went out on a limb and didn't know what it would turn into, but knowing that it can be that place for you guys. And hopefully that, you know, you guys, not hopefully you guys are paying it for with other people and that you're doing that, that you're allowing other people to have a a crummy day and come in and know that they're going to be cared for and loved on. That's really amazing. So uh, thank you guys for being a huge part of helping people have that amazing experience. Um, Last question before our time runs out today, unless you guys have anything that you've just been dying to say, well, let me start there. Do you guys have like something that you're just like, this is my chance to say this? <laughs> no, I already got in the whole, he can't count front spots. So we're okay, good. Perfect. All right. Roasted Mike once and once and for all. Um, what would you guys say to somebody who uh, is heard about Triforce, has been thinking, oh, I probably should, maybe they see their neighbors working out and keep putting it off, see the sticker on the car and like, nah, maybe later. Um, what would you guys say to somebody who is interested in coming in, but hasn't made that step yet? I would just tell them, you, you just kind of have to do it. Um, that you don't have to really be afraid, you know, our, our initial thoughts of CrossFit was, you know, didn't know a whole lot, but you see the, you know, 
heavy weights, flipping tires, all the big heavy stuff. Um, just tell them, you know, you can scale, everything's scalable. And with that being said, I mean, you can, you know, I, I love how when we go into workouts, one person is doing one thing and someone else may be over on the other side of the gym with a barbell that's just loaded, barely fitting weights on it, but they're getting the same stimulus. So um, just, just to come in and try it and I, that I think they'd be surprised. Emily, what about you? Just do it. I mean, just do it. I mean, look at me Sounds now. Copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, just go in with no expectations. Don't just, just do it. And don't like, you're not going to be perfect. Even after four years, you're still going to be learning. You're still going to be, it's all a process. So embrace that and go in, accept that you're going to, that it's a learning process. And especially with that triforce, just know that there's a community there that's going to support you and help you along the way. That's awesome. Yeah. Just do it. Um, <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. This was awesome. You guys mean a ton to Megan and I. You mean a ton to Triforce as a whole. I know that you've touched hundreds of lives since you've been there over the past four years. So thank you for always being an amazing part of our gym. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Megan, you have any parting words for us? No, I think that that was really like exactly what I was going to say is that you guys have been with us at, you know, all of our locations and are just a, a huge part of, you know, that 630 timeframe. So I think that it's really cool to get to hear bits and pieces of your story. And like, we look forward to like, you probably having you on again to be able to hear more of, um, you know, other things that you guys have, um, you know, done over the past couple of years, because yeah, it's four years is a long time. Right. And so I'm really glad that we've gotten to share four years with you guys and, um, have so many memories with you of like, you know, thinking about Christmas parties and just, you know, you being there at classes and the open and competitions, like, you know, all of that, it means a lot that when we are there, we know that you guys are going to be there and it's going to be fun. So we're really thankful for you. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of My Blank Fitness Journey Podcast. If this story inspired you, make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can check us out at triforcecrossfit.com. Just send us a message and we'd love to help you. See you guys soon on the next episode.